Shalom, Shalom. Welcome to this week's Dominion Life Podcast. And this is Grace Henderson. Today we're going to talk about the mercies of God. You see, the power and the provisions are available and accessible to all through the implementing the law of grace and mercy. In this spirit of time, the global community needs to witness the mercies of God and grace to eradicate the advancement of the plague of coronavirus. Now, we can sit back and continue to allow pride, self-centeredness, fear, arrogance, and other mindsets and actions that will cause the anger of the Lord. Listen to what Jeremiah 10:24 tells us. He says, O oh Lord, correct me along with your people, but the mercies and its just measure, not in your anger, or you will crush me and bring me to nothing. Now we can understand that throughout the Genesis to Revelation, we see a template of the grace and the mercies of God. And today is no different. We can petition God for his mercy and his grace. You see, mercy trumpet over judgment, but refusing God's mercy is a disaster. You see, during this present time of this plague in the lands of the earth, we must not become fearful, nor dreadful, now a dreadful echoes to come out our mouth. God is counting on his holy seed to ignite fearless faith and declare the mercies of God would override the plague just like Moses did in his day. You see, this apostolic leader, he warns Pharaoh of the recipe of judgment is disobeying God's divine order and giving an extension of pride and many other things to bring an invitation to come in the garden. How many times have we allowed things to enter in our garden of life that is designed was to the, of the principalities and the powers of devils to bring forth mishap or bring forth the recipe for judgment. You see, Exodus, the seventh chapter, verse 14 and 15, it tells us very clearly that Pharaoh's heart is stubborn. In other words, he had a hardened heart. And he still refused to let the people go, even though the prophetic utterance was in order by heaven. And God began to send Moses to him again, to meet him at the river. Don't think where you are, God don't know you there. 
You see, in verse 16, it says that the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to tell you to let my people go so they can worship me in the wilderness until now you have refused to listen. You know, every act of your disobedience, God already know about. You see, Mercy gives us access to undeserved provisions and grant grace that unleash relentless results. Mercy gives us what we didn't deserve. There's nothing you can do to get the mercies of God other than inquiring for it. You, you say, if I do this and I do this, I, I'll go down here and I'll do this and I'll see mercy. No, no. Mercy overlook our error while grace complements our efforts. Mercy would eradicate the foolishness and the actions that create the environment for the, the judgment and it will purify vessels for the grace to fill up the vessel. Our nation alone. We have witnessed all this hatred and all of this bitterness, all of this division, and we wonder why judgment has come. This is a time that we, we get before God and we get things right. Get in a place of realignment, restructuring, and renewal. Exodus, the 15 chapter, verse 13 tells us, You in the mercy has led forth the people which you have redeemed. You has guided them into thy strength and thy holy inhabitation. The mercy of God is ready to, to download, upload, and do something amazing. Do something that is so awesome. God is in the business of renewal, reforming, and reshaping. He needs one to, holler, to cry out loud and spare not. Can he count on you? You see, Exodus 33 verse 19 tells us, and he said, I will make my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you, and will be gracious to whom that I will be gracious, and I'll show mercy to whom I show mercy. We can cry out for the mercy of God, and we can prostrate ourselves to be a candidate and a nation who is positioning ourselves for the mercy of God. For so long the church have been practicing and patterning that literally covered the sinful traits. Vice allowing it to emerge in the blood of the Lamb once and for all. You see, since the ancient of days, Many have lived in the pre-dying of hiding the immoral behavior and living and doing. 
and, and ask God to hide it. How many times that you did a jacked up act or you said something that was really caused you to get convicted and you try to hide it. Instead of purging it out. You see, the same energy that requires us to, to hide mess in, in our heart, hide mess in our lives, is the same energy that we can implement and we can take initiatives for the mercy of God. You see, holding on to the perspective and the mental madness and actions that violate the divine prescription for advancing and creating a climax for the glory of God. Instead of allowing and saying, yeah, I'm gonna just be me, I'm gonna do me, and I'm gonna say what I want, when I want, and how it is, there it is. That's a dangerous zone to live in. Especially in a time that judgment is in the earth. You see, David gives us a great template to follow in times like this. In Psalms 57.3, he says, he said, please God, show me mercy. Open your graceful fountain for me. For you are my soul's true shelter, and I will hide beneath the shadow of your embrace until the wings of the cherubim, until this turbulent trouble pass. I will cry out to you, the God of the highest heaven, the mighty God who performed all these wonders for me. You see, mercy is a picker up. And grace will, will, it takes us to an, an, an environment or a horizon of favorable results when we didn't deserve it. You see, mercy heals us of weakness. Heal us of mercy will cause us that don't care what others say or what others are doing. And grace gives us great strength to ignite faith in the midst of dreadful results occurring when plagues have invaded the land. You see, when mercy appears, grace will follow. The kingdom law reminds us that mercy must be procured before grace can arrive and do its perfect works. For years, you say, I got the mercy of God, I got the grace of God, but you weren't willing to change. You remained the same. You say, I got the mercy of God. I'm not going to stop my behavior. I'm not going to stop the way I think. I, even though it opposes what God has said. Psalms 103 verse 17 tells us, The mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. Upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto the children's children. I exalt you. To throw away your jacked up attitudes, your pride-driven thinking, your 
arrogancy, your, your perspective that doesn't line up with the plan of God. Yield afresh to the God-central design or the way of righteousness defined in Genesis to Revelation. You see, when, when we truly are desperate for God, we with unapology cry out for the mercy of God for nations, for families of the earth until we witness one of the greatest moves of the hand of God, recovering all, restoring all, bringing restructure and renewal. Let me ask you a question. Do we sit back and wait until one million lives are raving with affliction and disease and have died? You see, it's time for the church to demonstrate being the authentic light to the world. You see, when we walk in the light commissioning, we will reveal his power being a defender of his holiness and, and boldly declare with gratefulness. Grateful of the things that God has done. Grateful for his love. Grateful for the provision of God. All of that goodness instead of getting prideful. Let's sound the alarm. Let's cry out to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to do a global and divine shift in our day in this time of need. You see, the prophets of old, they weren't too proud to cry out for the mercies of God in their day. And we must not neither. You see, crying out for your nation, your city, your town, your family, and release an instant of prayer that can, that gets our Father's attention. It will cause a divine visit in our day, if we would. You see, when the Son of Man visited the earth, would he find you in faith expectancy zone? Or will he find you playing and twiddling your fingers and, and residing in the zone of fear? Get this. Before we can petition God for grace, we have got to plead for his mercy. May the Lord create an, an atmosphere of hunger for the mercy of God and, and know that you will find grace to conquer in famine, in a time that thousand and ten thousand is falling to your side, but it's not coming near your dwelling. Not coming near Nigel to you. You see, Paul tells us in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, verse 16, let us therefore come boldly unto the, the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Let's not practice the law of reasoning, nor play the blame game. Let's prostrate ourselves around the altar of God and give divine, where we get divine solutions and strategies that will bring eternal change and renewal. 
You see, if we want more of God, we have to give him more of our time, more of visitations in his presence at his altar. You see, hunger will cause you to pursue it with a pure heart. Not pursue it because I want people to see that I'm holy, seeing that I'm spiritual, seeing that I'm committed. But without a pure heart at the altar, we have motives. And God see your motives. He know your motives. He want us to come with a pure heart. I encourage you to turn off the noise of the world. And let's intentionally focus on heaven and its divine instructions given unto us from Genesis to Revelation. Let's stay focused. Let's stay healthy. And let's stay in pursuit of him. Let us be the vessels of this end time that cry loud and spare not and determine to win. We are the hands and the feet of Jesus. In such a time as this, you see, your template that you release, it could affect generation to generation. We are the history makers. When we seize the opportunity, when we come to the place and say, I don't just say I'm here. But the question is, what did you do while you were here? What did you leave for the next generation? May God make you so hungry and thirsty for him that you can't contain it and you cannot water it down. May the Father stir up the gifts of God from the inside out and you do amazing things for the kingdom of God. Love you all. Shalom and shalom. And these broadcasts have been a blessing to you. We extend you an opportunity to help us take this gospel around the world. Love you all. Be blessed and let the amazing love of Jesus fill you from the inside out and you pour it out on others as well. Again, thank you for tuning in to Dominion Life Podcast with Grace Henderson. If you have a story of victory, if you want to help us to carry this gospel around the world, all you have to do is send us an email and we'll send you the information, the package that will give you details about. And you can send it to His Love Reigns at iCloud.com. Keep fearless faith active and watch the perfected works of Calvary show up in a big way. Shalom, shalom, shalom.